0: action. Everyone who knows me talk about, talks about how much I hate the slogan, just do it, because just do it is why people are on Clubhouse. It's eight hours a day doing a bucket load of nothing.
1: Welcome to Everyday Leadership, a podcast where I interview leaders not defined by position or title. Everyday people who lead their lives in extraordinary ways. And on this podcast, they share their stories, their life lessons and practical tools in the hope that it will inspire everyday people like you and me to realize we are everyday leaders. I accumulated small but consistent habits that ultimately led to results that were unimaginable when I started. Those words from James Clare perfectly describe my guest today, Ginka Walla, who is the founder of Keller Success Systems, the founder of UK Black Tech, and she's involved in a lot more projects, which you're going to learn as we go through this interview. We talk about the concept of thriving like a girl, we talk about changing the narrative when it comes to women and looking at ways of innovating rather than just complaining and self-loading. We we'll delve into consistency because she achieved some ridiculous goals that seemed impossible when she first started. And she breaks it, breaks it down as to how she was able to do that. Talk about being a mother, we we'll talk about being a wife. Let's just jump straight into the episode because so much you can learn from this to help you to take action and to move forward in life. Let's go. Today I have the pleasure of sitting down with Miss Yinka Ewola. <laughs> I, you know, gonna a statement and say it right. You know, you know how it, it is. It is
0: so important to say my name.
1: <laughs> yes, Yinka, how are you doing?
0: I am so well, but Thank you so much for having me. How are you?
1: I am good. I've it's it's a it's absolutely a pleasure. I mean, we were having a offline conversation last year, and I was like, you know what? Let's let's just do this. Let's just do this on the podcast. Let's have this conversation on the podcast. <laughs> and um in fact that conversation started out with um we're talking about the article one of the articles that you you put up and I actually want to start there because you achieved something which i think is great last year and i definitely want to celebrate you for that which is consistency you produce an article every single week for the whole year i mean that's 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 not easy that is not easy at all so how did you find it
0: um i mean first of all thank you so much uh for recognizing that and what i will say is that um you know consistency is one of those superpowers that is so underrated but is actually it's it's totally game-changing and how how i achieved it is the way that any how anyone can achieve it which is uh i decided um i'm i I set the intention. I said at the start of the year I wanted to build, um, you know, that side of my presence. I said I was going to do one a week. Um, so under the hashtag Saturday Serving, even though some of them came out on a Sunday, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it's it's your power of decision that totally changes the game. And and that's ultimately, I decided that that was what I was going to do. I was I decided that there was going it was going to be a non negotiable. And I have, um, you know, people have like to do lists and stuff. Um, I have what I call a must list because anything on my must list gets done. And so I I have a a number of other streaks on my must list. So I support, for example, women in business uh, with a daily uh, email. It's, you know, part motivation, part inspiration, uh, marketing, sales, ops, uh, money, mindset, anything, tips. Uh, and I've been doing that for uh, five and a half years now. Uh, and I again I have I have the streak of over two thousand days and I've, I've not missed a day on that either. So uh, it's not sexy, uh, but it definitely works. and as I said, it's the power of decision and the power of your intention that that achieves that and any other thing that that you want to get done.
1: So we're we're recording recording this right now in January and we all know people tend to set their resolutions, set their goals. I mean, by now, I mean, today's the 15th when we're recording this, people have already broken their resolutions. So when people, when you say it's a non-negotiable, what does that actually mean and why is that so important? And what tools or what steps do you advise people to have non-negotiables to actually achieve their goals?
0: Okay, so I'm a bit obsessed with goal achievement um i think it's really important that you run your own race uh, and you focus on being your best self so i in order to do that i i really looked at the science and art of goal achievement i've done my research for years um i've applied it in so many different areas of my life and you're absolutely right everybody is really interested and obsessed with goal setting um they did a study a few years back um, of 150 million people, and they found that only eight percent of what they had intended or stated um, as resolutions actually got achieved. Um, and even even more hilariously, 25 uh, percent of people had already ditched it in the first se- after the first seven days. So um, you know, the setting of the intention is one thing, but what uh, what I've done and what I did um, towards the end of last year, um, I I created and thought about. Okay, so it isn't. It isn't about goal setting because actually, winners and losers set the same goals. Um, you know, you look at um, my example of this is you look at the the hundred meter men's final back in uh, um, London 2012 Olympics, uh, and we all know who won the race, uh, and he ran away with you know the fame and the glory. Uh, but there are there are names on, of the people on that. Or who also lined up on that exact same uh, stretch of, of track and you don't know their names, <laughs> you don't know their names, you don't know anything about them, you know a couple but and and therein lies the point. So so it isn't the setting of the goal that, that makes a difference because winners and losers set the same goals. Equally, abs- yeah, we're absolutely right that, that once you set a goal you need a plan to make that happen, amazing, if you fail to plan you plan to fail and all of that stuff uh, but actually, they they often set the same plans too. You know those those eight or nine guys. Those eight guys would have you know they would have gone through the rounds. They would have e- eaten and, and trained and all of that. And so the plan to to actually achieve also isn't necessarily what sets apart the winners from the losers. Uh, and what it is 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 an understanding of the fact that everything we see in our lives right now is a result of the collection of our habits. And our practices and our rituals and so when i began to think about how am i going to you know improve my life make um you know the the changes that i wanted to make i realized that i had to get to grips with systems i had to think about how am i going to uh, create a system that ultimately results in the achievement of my goals and so it, the you know gps uh, goals uh, plans and systems uh, is the structure that i put together it's one that i shared in a recent masterclass um but i whenever i set a goal or whenever so for example when i um, began to think about the article or the the emails what i then have is systems to make that happen because um I spend, so James Clear owes me money for the amount of times I quote Atomic Habits, Um, but he says (laughs) that you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And there are systems for different parts. So there are systems to get you started. There are systems to keep you focused on the right things. Um, You know, as as you said, we are we're in january and right now everyone is talking about clubhouse everyone well half of the world is talking about clubhouse the other half is moaning uh, i'm an Androider, so i'm not in clubhouse and people so you're moaning no not at all <laughs> on the contrary shall I, t- shall I tell you why i'm not moaning because clubhouse even if it is an incredible tool is a tactic it's going to be, if I'm going to use it, it's going to be a tactic to build my business. I am focused, A, on principles and B, on strategies. And so when, if and when they allow the, the crusty old androids to actually come into the clubhouse, um, you know, the only way I'm going to use it is strategically. If I'm not going to use it strategically, then I'm going to burn time. And quite frankly, the way we use our time, is comical we we treat time as if it is we treat time like it's money we treat money like it's time so money is renewable you can spend money there's always more money there's an abundance of money time is finite and and linear and and as a result of that should be treated as the most precious commodity we have i ain't got time to be wasting on club clubhouse is not part of my strategy right now and 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 the fact is that in building my business You know, any business that you see as successful is in the habit of doing the things that makes a business successful. And any business that's failing is in the habit of doing things that that make a business fail. And faffing around on social media is is not one of those habits that is going to support business success. So when, you know, if they finally let me out of the doghouse and let me into the clubhouse, if I'm going in, I'm using it strategically or not at all but in 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 thinking about you know how you know it's, it it, it sounds it can sound very complicated but it's honestly very simple and the fact is that i've seen it applied and and i've you know i've applied it myself i applied it to you know losing 100 pounds after i had my last child i say last child i said last
1: child listen you you've got a ref you said last if next year something happens and there's, there's i little... <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs>
0: I used it to lose over 100 pounds you know i'm using it to build my business i'm using it to you know to build you know a presence but again a very intentional presence we forget what power we have with our choices and i think that's where the what that's where i think we you know often give our power away when we don't need to and so having having systems is is the really powerful way to make sure you're focused on the right things doing the right things um, having that accountability and that cadence of really reviewing impact. It's not just about action. Everyone who knows me talk about, talks about how much I hate the slogan, just do it, because just do it is why people are on Clubhouse. It's eight hours a day doing a bucket load of nothing. You're just doing, it. it's action is not, action is so powerful, but it's not only what's needed. Just do it better. Just do it impactfully. Just do it with a bit of thought. And I think that's how you are able to change the game and really make uh, move the needle when it comes to achieving what you want to achieve.
1: Yeah, that is, that is so true. I think that intentionality and then putting the systems into place to go ahead and then add action to it is so important. I think so many times I say to myself as well that when people are like oh I can't make this happen like yeah but what are your actions saying because it needs to say with your mouth but if your actions aren't backing up what you really want to achieve then you're never going to make it happen but then what what you said
0: there is so powerful and and you know I can whenever I work you know coaching clients or in my programs I one of the first things we do is is we look at that schedule we don't live in, you know, these lengthy goals that we set and these big dreams are amazing. And if if that's what motivates you, please set them, do your vision board, do, do the magic. But you live in days, you live in moments, you live in minutes. So I can tell you, you know, if you show me your diary, I can tell you what you're, what is going on in many parts of your life. If you're not investing any time, if you're not building those routines, then then it a it won't be on your schedule if you don't keep a schedule that's a whole different conversation but if you if you're keeping a schedule and it's filled with the wrong things or it's filled with things that are not um and and wrong is an interesting uh concept there because it's not i'm not the person that decides that's wrong it's you and your dreams and your goals that decide what's right and wrong so understanding what they are great but then actually how how is how is the work and the impact and the and the changes and the action that I'm taking today, how does that link to that? And that's often where people don't make use of the power that they have. You have all the power in the world, you know. Even if you're in a job that you hate, you do it for a specific period of time. All the rest of the time is yours. We're, we're not traveling right now. Everybody's locked down, so you know you've you've got a couple of hours back in the day from that commute, unless you're doing the fake commute, which is amazing for your you know your your movement and your exercise, but. All the rest of the time is yours. Like, we only get one wild and precious life. Absolutely don't waste it giving away your power all the time and making excuses all day long.
1: I was going to ask, but what happens when something happens that throws your plans and your systems out the window? So, let's say, for example, okay, last year we had a pandemic which changed things. Using your experience, um, when you went to go and work with Eagle Solutions, which is your mom's business, that was due to the fact that she had cancer, which never planned for. So you went from being um, having a successful investment portfolio career to then contemplating, OK, this is happening right now, to then moving to something like that. How did you go through that thought process to change your, your life and the planning trajectory that you had previously?
0: Um, very ungracefully is is the honest answer um you're 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 meeting a version of me now that is a version that has come from a lot of work and a lot of uh blood sweat and tears uh a lot of kicking and screaming i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna (laughs) i'm not gonna make out and seem like i have it all together and i'm not even gonna pretend that even now i know better that i always do better uh that yeah, I, I'm. I'm not saying that others don't. I can only be true to my story. So, I, the the point, and one of the thing, one of the sayings I love is that plans are useless, but planning is priceless, uh, because your plan is never gonna go according to plan. If if you can create a plan that goes according to plan then please tell someone that you love the lottery numbers because you can, (laughs) seriously, you can predict the future in a way that no one else can plans. Don't go according to plan, but that's not the point. The one, one of the really powerful tools that I've learned and I use a whole lot, um, is a, is a, um, a neuro psycho tool called mental contrasting, where I actually, you know, or, or, you know, in late terms, I talk, I talk about the plan to fail. So, Last year was not the year that any one of us had planned. Uh, And like I said, if you can plan a global pandemic, then please tell someone you love the lottery numbers, because quite frankly, your 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 future casting skills are unbelievable.
1: So start with me. Just tell me first, and then we'll take it from there.
0: (laughs) But therein lies the point. So, like the fact is that that even if life goes swimmingly, the fact is you can't predict. No, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. What's the weather going to be like tomorrow? We live in England, we can bet it's gonna be rain, but we don't know for sure. And so the point there is to understand that we never know what's gonna happen in the future. What we know is what we can choose to do and what we can choose to think and what we can choose to focus on outside of those external inputs. And so, you know, through the year, last year, when I was doing and um, those articles and, and, and each every single day, I, you know, I've been doing these emails five and a half years. I have a three-year-old son. So the maths will tell you that I have an email that I wrote on the day he was born. Now I am cl- clearly telling you uh, probably too much information for you. And, and your listeners are like, what's you on bring about? It, bring it, bring no, it. but the point, <laughs> the point there is that, yes, I, I'm obviously someone, you know, I had a very quick, very, you know, I was blessed and I'm I'm not suggesting that everybody needs to do it like me. But what, what I, what I did do was think about, okay, so what's going to happen when the baby, cut, you know, do I just, you know, cut myself some slack? Yeah, I could have. And the list ladies would have been lovely and they were like, they could not believe when I wrote the next morning and I said, oh, and by the way, I had a baby. They were like, oh my gosh, you sent us an email yesterday. I did, I planned it, you know, I thought about it. um you know, I wasn't going to, you know, for me, it having a safe and healthy baby was obviously of paramount importance, but I just made a contingency. So I had a couple of emails and I was like, okay, if, if I really can't do this now, this is what I'm going to do. So I pl- you plan to fail. You plan that things aren't going to go the way you want them to. And then what are you going to do instead? And that mental contrasting where you're like, okay, you know, I'm trying to, you know, Uh, you know, reduce my, you know, reduce my weight or, or, you know, um, but it's my birthday. And so I'm going to want to eat all the things that I love and da, da, da. And like, you know, so, okay, so what are you going to, I'm going to my favourite restaurant. So I'm, so then you begin to ask yourself, okay, how do I keep focused on the goals that I have and still go out and enjoy myself? And there is, there is completely a path in that. What tends to happen is we're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to think about it. I'm I'm either going to be really good and not eat anything or I'm going to be really bad and just throw everything out of the window. And then because I broke it that day, I'm going to break it the next day. And and then, oh, the week is out. Oh, let's just take the whole of the month off. And before you know it, you're back to where you started. So planning to fail is one of those really powerful, again, and there's a system system to kind of implement that, again, that I work with uh, the ladies that I work with. a really powerful way to actually give yourself a bit of grace and to say the purpose of the plan wasn't to follow the plan just just like the purpose of the goal isn't necessarily to hit the goal but the person that you're becoming along the way the beauty of the journey the opportunity to savor every day and to see progress every day you know the opportunity to think i'm you know i'm striving for excellence not perfection i'm seeing progress these are the things that really make the difference and enable you to to have that resolve and resilience when you know things go left when they should have gone straight.
1: That is so so powerful. So you've talked about um, your coach and the work that you do and the systems that you talked around so let's let's go into Callus success systems. like what is Callus success systems?
0: Uh, Well, Kala Success Systems is my business and it is um, the vehicle that I'm using uh, to fulfill my mission. Um, And my mission is to uh, support ambitious women to build thriving and profitable businesses while living full, fab and nourishing lives. Um, It is so close to my heart and, and started um as a result of a number of different kind of key points in my in my own journey one of them was you know my mum being diagnosed with breast cancer um and just before i tell you any other part of the story my mum now is absolutely fine she's 10 years clear 11 i think now of cancer um, and she actually climbed Mount Kilimanjaro to celebrate that milestone. So she is incredible. Um, but I say that now because I often start the story and then tell it her. And then people are like, oh, my gosh, did her mum die? Did she not die? Like, what? So I just, my mum is amazing. She's an incredible woman. I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Um, but, yeah, when my mum was um, going through treatment, I'd often see a point where um where she was having to leave treatment to go and service clients, to continue to work in the business. Um, and life doesn't stop just because you're a woman that wants to run a business. As I'm speaking now, I'm I can hear my little people. Uh, one of them is gonna try and get in here. Um, life doesn't stop, you know, just because I'm a woman that wants to run a business. And so I it was it occurred to me very quickly that often women hold this role of social glue. We often think about it in terms of being a mother or a wife, but actually long before we ever have children or, or get married, you know, we're daughters, we're sisters, we're friends. And and the way that um, that shows up in the world that we live in means that there are always many, many things on our plate. We are the ones, I, I laugh every time I say this, you know, when I'm sp- doing public speaking, the women give this knowing laugh of we're the ones who remember the birthdays for the family and they're like yeah that's so, true. <laughs> that's so true um yeah so we are we we have this role of social glue and it's a beautiful role and it's important role but it, it takes up mental space it takes up mental runway and so for me i i was seeing these women like create this incredible net of support around other women around men around children in their lives when things went bad or wrong or they needed help and yet, when it came time for them to run their own businesses or, or, or need to set that up, the support wasn't the same. It wasn't um, effective um, and, the, and, and it was leaving them wanting. So, um, you know, we found that I when I stepped in to support my mum in her business, I went and I spent so much money learning marketing, sales. I, you know, I brought my investment banking experience about money and, you know, I really wanted to make sure that her business was, you know, doing great and thriving. Um a lot of the information out there, you know, principles are sound, but a lot of the information out there um around building a business um, is built by men for men. And so it it, it makes an assumption about the application that does, that didn't fit well with our lives as women. You know, it assumes this mental runway and 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 but I was like, I'm I'm not the kind of person to see something or to see that something is a challenge and, and then say, oh well it can't be done. Uh no. It absolutely can be done, and it's just now a question of how to get it done. Um, and so, what? I want Some of the things that I'm doing with color is getting pushing to the side some of what I like to call the boys' business BS when it comes to information and tools and tips around business. Like what? What do you mean? Like what? There's so much. <laughs> like take your pick. Like um, you know, there's. I mean, I was again speaking about bad. Uh, advice when it comes to business. But, you know, I, the, I, this idea, for example, of, of selling without selling, uh, I hate that one. Uh, this idea of, um, you know, um, having, you know, following your passion and like the money will follow. And uh, that that isn't, that, that's not how business works. Uh, <laughs> business does, definitely does not work like that. You can be passionate and you can be amazing. You can even have a brilliant product and you can fail you can be the only one. I'm, I'm very tall. I'm six foot tall. So in the UK, the number one place to get your tall clothes as a woman is the only, is pretty much the only shop in, in its, in, in the industry. And over the summer, it still failed. And so in those, there's so much out there that, 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 um, has an expectation of the way that, time works for you um space works for you that isn't true for women's lives uh, but therein lies the opportunity in, in being consistent because little and often can get anything done absolutely anything that's i, I talk about the drip effect where you see like uh, drips of water that have managed to kind of bore its way through like stone and rock um but that's the power of persistence so just like little and often little and often and so some of what i work with um and kind of the focus of color is is looking at systems and leverage in order to to for women who don't have you know inordinate amounts of time you know you know i work with lots of moms i work with lots of women who you know build or, or doing multiple things um it really enables them you know the power of leverage is 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 putting the 80 20 rule into practice so it's about finding those 20% tasks those 20% actions that give you 80% of your results that law is not a law that you know that i made up it's, it's, it's it it's far precedes me um but again it's the things that give you to, um 80% of your results those 20% things they're often the unglamorous thing they're often the unsexy thing they're often the things that uh, bring about discomfort um but ultimately when you don't have you know lots of time to to just spend you know faffing around on um you know certain social media apps or what have you when you need to be intentional when you need to get results and get things done then that's that's when you think about okay i need to make sure that i've got i've got leverage i could any any action that i'm going to take is going to give me the best impact bang for my buck and then i've got a system that can carry that on and 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 create this business that works for me rather than just me always working and slaving for my business
1: wow that's powerful what is, does this color stand for something
0: it actually color um is um color lilies are my favorite flowers uh so i just i just named it after something that inspires me and also even though it's a lily it's it's when you see its growth path, it's a really inspiring kind of story. They 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 grow really tall and thin, they bloom and they are beautiful, and then they just disintegrate into like a, a pool of sludge. <laughs> but the great thing, you know, a, a calla lily grow, it, it's a very kind of 100% or none kind of bloom of flower. Um, you know, it's incredibly beautiful, but, you know, they're toxic. Like, they're not, they're not um, one of the plants that can be eaten. You know, that's not their purpose. Uh, so, yeah, calla lilies are my favourite flower. And there are a couple of acron- ways that I'm you putting it into acronyms and systems into parts of the, the business. Uh, so watch your space and I'll tell you all about it later.
1: <laughs> Look forward to hearing more about that. I've heard you talk around the, co- the concept of thriving like a girl.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> and I would love you to just kind of explain what that is for those who don't know and then share your your journey around that because you talked about how you felt and like that was when you were a girl the periods of your life where you didn't feel like that at all and then now you're back into that again. I think it was very important just to talk about the the lows and the highs so people can understand where they are on that journey as well.
0: Yes. So, thrive like a girl um is something that I I while i don't necessarily mean to polarize um i'm always whenever things trigger people i'm always it always kind of sends kind of a an alarm in my mind like why is that and the the idea of doing something like a girl uh growing up in this patriarchal uh structure uh has always been an insult always oh you throw like a girl oh you fight like a girl at no point is that ever a positive thing? Even when it's said to a female person, which which kind of blows my mind. And when actually there isn't an adult woman, um, who isn't, you know, who wasn't a girl. Obviously, putting aside, you know, transgender issues for now. But you know, there isn't a biological woman who has grown up uh, who wasn't a girl in the past. So how can that period of your life be considered an insult? How and and so what I then began to think about was, okay, we want, you know, it, we're all very clear about the need to win as women and to, um, you know, imbibe your strength and, and focus on, um, you know, instead of adapting and changing and, and kind of going into that masculine energy to do what we do and do it well, we, we all agree on that. But actually there is a real power um, of, of that kind of time of girlhood that is being lost and and i was saying that that there was a time before as women before we were wondering whether our bum looked big in this and that you know i've said it before that as a black woman that has never been a question of mine uh, my bum does look big in this and i it is supposed to as as far as i i think so so whatever um but you know before we were worried about our appearance before we were worried about whether we were enough before we were worried about Um, you know mansplaining or any of the other things that the other expectations that the world puts on us um you know when i was when i was younger i was uh, in primary school i was the fastest girl in school um but i was the fastest person in school and they never said you're the fastest girl they just said you're the fastest runner so it's it's as you get older that they start splitting you off and you're like oh you're you know you're the cleverest girl girl or woman or you know man woman all of that conversation it doesn't happen when you're young when you're young you want to play football you play football when you're young you want to run you run and so there was a real confidence and a real self assuredness and a real um sense of self that is, that is so powerful um and i don't i fully respect and understand that that may not be the case for every girl everybody's journey is different but there but one thing i will say is that the 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 world gets a hold of women around expectations, around appearance, around beauty standards, around hair, around skin, around all of those things at different stages. But when we're all very, very young, none of that comes into play. And so for me, I was like, I'm tired of of hearing like a girl, being an insult I'm tired of women who claim that they're feminist being triggered and bulking and literally I've had physical I've seen people have these physical reactions when I say you know let's you know you need to thrive you need to go back to that time when you didn't care about how you looked and what you know you you were more interested in your mission than you were in your fear um and so I was like actually I'm reclaiming this idea of like a girl and I you know, I did this massive brain brainstorm and, you know, girl is now, you know, I use it for an acronym in so many different ways. The one that I put out there most is grounded, impassioned, resourceful leader. Um, but actually there is so much um, in order for us to win like women um, and not, um, you know, do the things that you guys do. And again, that's, you know, the way that guys uh, brains center is completely different to ours. And that's like from a neurological perspective. Um, and so that is as it's intended to be and that's great but we are not you and you are not us and so it's really important that while we are different we are respected and we are lauded equally I don't need to do things like you know you you don't need to do things like me but it's really important that we recognize that the the ability for us as women to thrive as women, to work together, to to think collaboration rather than competition, to think um, uh, community and teamwork rather than hierarchy and competition, Um, that starts with us being able to thrive like a girl and actually going back to a time before the world got hold of us, shook us with expectations and and changed um, our, our sense of place in the world. And so, yeah, I'm, you know, I feel really passionately about that. Some of what calla's going to be doing in the future is is working with girls and working in that space, so that they don't lose that sense of wonder and that sense of confidence and that sense of um, possibility um, through, you know, the, the messaging and and the, the the system that the world will bring along to tell them that they're less than, so that you can buy their stuff for a number ending in seven.
1: It's all about stripping away all the, in a sense, the cultural norms and just operating from your your zone of genius. And just like this is this is who I am. That interestingly enough, and we talked about it briefly, that can seem controversial, not just with men, but with women. When you talk that way. How do you navigate those kind of conversations and people say no, that's not the right way to to approach this, this this subject?
0: I mean, I, as I said, I've never been. I, ch- I was never a child. If my parents ever see this, I'll laugh at this point. I've never been a child afraid to be um, controversial or, or contrarian. Um, one of my first words was "why," so I'm, I'm always someone who is asking that question, and I, and I honestly believe that the quality of your life is directly proportional to the quality of the questions you ask, and if you want better answers you first of all have to ask better questions um and i get that it's controversial of course it's controversial because as with you know as the bell curve works the people at the success end are in the minority I, it, you know mathematically speaking that was always going to be the case but the thing i i, I always speak of and, and really think about is impact you know i'm not about action i'm, I'm more interested in in action um that's such a silly word but it's the only way to describe it the impact that comes from action um and and you know whenever so for example in in speaking to and and when i'm speaking to women or or when i'm working with them I, i remind them that to have anything you want in this world you only ever need two things you need resources or resourcefulness and your resources you know your time your money your networks whatever whatever they are in your hand, in those moments, may well be finite, but your resourcefulness is always infinite, and 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 what ha- the application of your resource is the bridge that you need between where where your resources end and where you want to be. And so, the the I am not I am on my own journey. I am I am not the kind of person, and it's ironic because you know I come from a you know very strong Christian background. You know I'm I am a Christian myself. Um, but I'm not in the, I'm not here to judge anybody and I'm not here to, I'm also not here to dictate to you. Um, because I'm not, I'm not going to live the, the, the consequences of the decisions that you make. And so all I can do is live my life according to what I believe my purpose and my mission is, um, and let the, let my results do the talking. It's rare for me you know, for, for all of my chatter here, it's rare for me. I don't, I'm i not the kind, I do not I do not approach people with talk. What tends to happen is people will ask me, oh, how did you do that thing? And then I'll explain. And then they, they'll, you know, they'll give me one of two looks. Okay, cool. That, that makes sense. I might go try that. Or often it will be like, you're crazy. I'm not doing that. And I'm like, I respect that. You know, you, as I said um, earlier, we get one wild and precious life. One. Just one what what are you gonna do with that i'm I'm you know my mission is here and and I'm really focused on you know women in business you know i have my children are male, so I'm really passionate about that you know space and debate and ensuring that i you know I equip them you know but I'm building legacy you know i'm I'm not gonna be here forever um but I can you know my impact can be here forever my descendants can be glad that I was a good ancestor and so you know, that's what I'm about. And 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 ultimately, like I said, um, I heard a, a quote recently, which I love and so speaks to the kind of person I am. But, you know, the, it, it was something to the effect of learn from your baby. Um, you know, obviously directed at women, learn from your baby. Your baby doesn't cry until it's born. Um, and so quit shouting at every single stage, oh, I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. Let it be done. Let things be born and then shout about it. Um and even then, you know, for me, I, I'm I may well not shout about it unless it's you know helpful to other people. Um I'm about helping. I'm 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 less about kind of, oh, look at me, this is what I've done. It's only relevant to me because you can't, we're not in a race. With we, we can't you can't have a race when it comes to life because you know that would imply the same start point, the same end point, and the same path. Who that's not how it works. The only the only person that I can really be in in kind of competition with if that was even going to be the case, would be my former self. But but more importantly, it's, you know, life isn't linear. Uh, I'm not rushing to a point over there. What I'm going to try and do each day is live the deck, like Carpe the DM, but by seizing the day, there's no point seizing the day and go like, oh, this is amazing for the future. It was an awful day today. No. You know, I'm really passionate about living each day with intention but also with fullness i go to bed you know i wake up with gratitude i go to bed with fulfillment and and again that's one of the systems that i've had to put in to review my days to think about to focus on gratitude uh, to not let um you know cultural religious you know uh, zeitgeist behavior to to infiltrate my mental space so I don't, you know, you're 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 rare. It's rare that you're gonna find me arguing with you to make your life better. It's just not gonna happen. Equally, it's rare that I'll argue with you at all about making my life better. I don't need anyone's permission to do that, so I don't ask for it.
1: That's so powerful. I think as you were talking, I'm not sure you remember Kevin Hart's comedy when he's like, "Do you boo boo?" That's literally what came to my head <laughs> as we were just talking. <laughs>
0: And, that, and that's the thing i mean i you know obviously last year i committed to doing those articles but i'm not i am not social media sally ever like i am i'm introverted i used to be so shy that i couldn't answer the house phone when i was a teenager like i've come on a really long journey but what i will say is that i had to allow i had to think about the size of my mission i had to think about what I wanted to achieve you know I'm a mum I'm a I'm a a wife you know I take those honours incredibly seriously that it it is an honour to be to to have my children it's an honour to be married to my ever so secretive I will never say your name I will never talk about you (laughs) husband um but yeah I want to do those things well and I, and, and that, that in and of itself means that that needs investment, that needs time, it's, it's you that shapes your life, I just don't, not only do you need to do you, but you need to give yourself time to change, to learn more about yourself, to, and, and, you know, these are all journeys, so, so it is about doing the best you can with what you have, and when you know better, you do better, but like I said, I'm not, it's it's not for anyone else to to prescribe that for you um and actually that's one of the things i would say is probably quite different to me than and potentially you know in the industry that i'm in everyone wants to set themselves up as a guru with the answers to your life um i'm not that chick i don't have answers to your life hell i'm still looking to answers for my own life but what i can do is show you what i've done is to is to say what may work for you and is to hella cheer for you, and 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 hella support you, keep you accountable, um show you that you are the superhero for your own life. It isn't me; it's you. You put your pants over your trousers and say, and put your cape on, and go and go out and fly and and save yourself. If indeed you actually need saving at all, but if saving is going to be done, it's going to be done by you, hundred percent. And that's how I, you know, support women um to you know to to really believe that see that and then make that happen
1: man that is so so powerful because it's basically saying the ownership's is it's on you it's up to you what you want to do and you can help people do that with the right systems develop the right habits empower them the right way but ultimately speaking they have to make that decision because we, we and I are both coaches and I know one of the things that we look for is If you're someone who is willing to do the work, then you can work with it. If you're not, there's no point because you're taking money, but you're going to do nothing. So it's so important to understand that that ownership and that onus is on you rather than anyone else.
0: It has to be because ultimately you are the one who will live the consequences of your choices. And if if I make the decision, then you act them and they go wrong. If they go wrong, you'll blame me. But if they go right, you will feel undermined in yourself. And ultimately that isn't, isn't that's not, in my opinion, what a coach would be there for. It's not for you to, I'm not helping you get the right answers. I'm helping you ask the right questions, put the, implement to get answers. Then we see what the results are. I don't, I don't even know if I believe in wrong answers. I, there are results we like and results we don't like, but that but the answers are the answers. And, and so I think that, it's so important that we kind of adapt the way that we, you know, we get very invested in, in this perfection idea. And, you know, we got to get it right first time. And it's, uh, life is for living. It's, it's not, it's not for, for getting 10 out of 10 in every exam. It's not an exam. So it's, it's just, and it's so ironic. I, as I hear myself saying this, I am laughing to myself, and uh, my my husband, my fa- they will be like, like Yinka Yinka's trying to grow up now, isn't this? Exact? <laughs> <laughs> because no, because I was that chick, I really was. I'm, you know, straight A student, first class degree, blah blah blah, life perfect, life perfect. And then when it isn't perfect, you start freaking out. They're like, but I did all the right things, and that and that and therein lies the problem. It's because you thought. That by doing the right things that you could guarantee the results you cannot and so what what we need to teach rather than teaching perfection we need to teach resilience we need to teach um uh being able to detach from from outcomes and just to put in your best efforts every goddamn day every day that you're here you're blessed to be here do your very best be on your mission be grateful be you know, be all the things that you, that you that, that, that your best self requires, do that. And, and, and all of a sudden, you're, the way that you're liberated, I, I, I'm, freedom is a big thing about my, like, a, a big thing in my space, but the way that you're then liberated to test things, to try, th- I don't like the word try, because it kind of comes with a bit of a weak energy, but to test things, and to see what the outcome is, it just gives you so many more options when you're not always focused on how you look or what so-and-so is going to think or, you know, all of those things. So I think it's really important that we create that space. Um, And if we can't create it, then we find people who can support us to create it. Create that space to test, to play, to to try and fail and move on. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so true. I wanted to ask you about, without mentioning his name, um, your your husband. Obviously, you, everything you talked about right now is really, really powerful around women empowerment and, and believing who you are, leading who you are. But you've also balanced that with the fact that you're a mother of three and you are a wife. How do you get that? I guess that balance in in the relationship, and how do you support each other to work together, to lead together, to be able to achieve? everything that you're both doing as as a unit
0: um i one of the things that we do is we we keep our our private life private so i for example i don't post about my children or relationship on social media you've never seen any pictures of them uh that's very deliberate you will not um unless my son uh my eldest is is um a few years from being allowed on any of those social media sites legally um and he will not be getting there before um (laughs) so yeah like in in the first instance we're giving them the choice about their own social media path because when i was their age if my parents had put me on social media i would have died i would literally i was that shy it would have killed me so i don't want to um, put them on, and then you know, discover later on that that's not their jam. So that's a, we keep our private life private. The other thing I would say though is is about um, uh, purpose. I, you know, beginning with the end in mind is one of the seven habits of highly successful people. And so we ask ourselves, uh, my husband and I, quite a lot: um, wh- What are we doing this for? What What is the point of this? Um, and the answer is never for the grant we don't do stuff on the ground that's why we're not on Instagram that's why you don't know anything about our relationship and, and, that's, and that's why we focus on um, making it good for the people who are in it and, and so we, we very much think about um, the crafting the intention, the time language is so important connection is important um, but we're not faking it you know, when there's trouble, we, we, um, you know, we, we have those hard conversations. Um, we will do what's needed to get, and, and it's not always talk or, or let me rephrase, talk is not always speech. You know, as, as a woman, I, I like to talk, uh, as a man, he's slightly less. So that's not, that's not his mode of communication. So one of the things that we've had to learn is thinking about, um, Almost the, the idea of give and take, but I give, uh, you know, I give with an intention, but what is received could be something completely different. Um, and we, you know, I grew up here in the UK. Uh, he's Nigerian, grew up in Nigeria. Um, it's almost like a different language, really. You know, they. You know, they, they already called me Onyibo when I went to, oh sorry, uh, yeah, what is is the word for white people in Europe, um, but yeah, they already cast me as Onyibo when I get to Lagos all the time, so it's not, you would think that because we're both Nigerian that we are similar, but actually there's a lot to be said for the differences that we have culturally um, in our various upbringings, so the po- one of the key things that we did first of all was to fashion and create a new team. You know, I came from my my family team. He came from his family team. We created a brand new team for ourselves, and then and then we focus on the team and we think about what it. You know, who's the leader of the team? He's the leader of the team. I'm not the leader of our team. He, um, you know, he is the person who has. You know, he has his role to play. I have my role to play Um, and our children have their role to play. And and it's funny because, um, you know, our children are growing up now. I have three sons. Um, They are incredible boys. Um, But we are very definitive about the kind of um, citizens kinds of brothers the kinds of friends and the kinds of you know in the future fathers and husbands that we are fashioning now we're not raising children we're preparing adults and so the way when you remember that that's what's happening the way that you speak to them is different you know the way that you prepare them is different like that like their their house chore skills are incredible their cooking skills are coming along nicely they are um they understand that they you know we are all in a team and so we all have our different roles to play you know we you know their their father and i we go out we you know make money we do this we do you know their 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 role in the team right now is you know doing the washing up do you know doing the laundry helping each other out and, and and those kinds of things so it's it's about asking, we've asked ourselves and we continue to ask ourselves and we're very, again, there's a system in place for that too. We review what we're doing. We, you know, we, we give, we act as though our marriage is like its own personality stroke child stroke persona. So we think about what does it need? Um, you know, what's our relationship need as opposed to, you know, um, our family or our other children. But again, it's still, it sounds boring. Um. But it's also the truth so i can only tell you the truth it's about applying the same sorts of principles of intentionality these things are not going to happen by accident you know where if you see you know a happy marriage a happy marriage isn't what you think it is it's not made of what you think it is and and also a happy marriage isn't made again it's not made of years it's made of millions of moments and millions of choices and millions of decisions to shut up when you could have clapped back and millions of decisions to speak up when you could have just let it slide but you know that speaking up is better for what you want in the future. So again I I am no marriage expert, there are people who are doing it better, doing it happier, more adjusted children, you know, but I'll, I'll read anything, I will learn from anyone, and I just, you know, I'm grateful every day. You know, he chose me, and I chose him, and and I, I have to, we wake up every morning and choose each other again. We chose each other. It's not every day we choose each other, I'm not going to lie to you. Some days, I'm like, seriously? Like, ah. And some days, it's like, oh, oh I think, I, but actually, it's really important that we remember that no one forced us to be here no one can force us to stay here so if if we're here today it's because we want to be and so you know i honor his choice he honors mine and we try and work together in order to make it a choice that you know we love and and, and stick to
1: jeez jeez I keep on dropping them words like yeah come on preach 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 oh dear now marriage is not a joke and and the thing i will
0: say is i for years, people like again i don't ever volunteer marital advice because we came back from honeymoon and within a week we wanted to get divorced so (laughs) that's a story for another time but what I will say is that, like I said, why are you doing this? When I, I'm not doing it for the... I don't need to prove to anyone I have a happy or a non-happy or a normal, so happy sometimes, not happy other times relationship. I don't, the only people that need to know and, and care about that are me and the person I'm with. So, you know, again, it's about the validation for that comes from within. So we keep it within. You, you won't find us. Um, you know, you won't find us online because that's not our jam for the people who are online and actually probably helping people if you're being honest and you're you know you're showing up and you're supporting god bless you and you know well done to you and keep doing what you're doing um but i think it's important that people make that choice and again own that choice if you want to be you know this public relationship public uh you know family life whatever god bless you do it but if it's not for you don't feel like you have to You know, long before Instagram, people were married and, you know, long after Instagram was here, people will still be getting married. So it's better to do what works for you than to feel this pressure of of having to show and prove to people who ain't in your house, who ain't in your bed, who ain't coming to help you pay your bills or solve your problems. You know, it's better to really focus on who matters um, and why you're doing what you're doing
1: yeah that is, that is so true like marriage, marriage takes work it's a it's a lot there's a lot a lot of work it's definitely rewarding and um just like you just talked about so great grateful every day that i married to my wife but it's just emphasizing that fact that it's not easy like anything in life to be fair though anything that's really really worth it in life always takes work and it's showing up every single day to make that decision and that choice to choose each other and um I guess there's two more questions I want to ask you. One, in fact, three. Where can people find you? Let me ask you that first.
0: Um, best place to find me right now is LinkedIn. Um, I post daily, um, and I uh, I'm me, so I don't have like a VA or anything pretending to or like comment or anything. So um, LinkedIn is where you can find me. If women want to join my list. Um, you can email me, I'll give you the links and stuff. I don't, if you want me to save the email address, They can just drop me an email, um, at hello at callosuccess.com. Uh, and I'll add you to the list. They also come daily, different content as well. Um, but yeah, the, um, I'm around, um, doing what I do different to, you know, most people tends to be. Um, but yeah, LinkedIn, emails, I'm building my list, the list is the asset for my business and, you know, I even if I meet you on LinkedIn, I'm still going to try and get you on my list if you're a woman, because ultimately when LinkedIn changes their algorithm, changes the rules or shuts the doors, then, you know, that, 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 that list is my asset and I say this all the time, people often disagree with me and I'm like, fair play, but yeah, the, the list is, is where it's at. Um, unfortunately, it's just la- it's just ladies, uh, so the guys who are looking to find me, yeah, You have to
1: tap into yeah. on a podcast like this, that's, that's <laughs> the only accent you're going to get, you know, yeah. that's the only exposure we're going to get. Yeah, exactly, but. no, no,
0: yeah, LinkedIn and obviously this incredible podcast uh, is where you can find me best, so.
1: <laughs> How would you um, define what leadership is to you?
0: Um... I think leadership is a state of mind um, and a state of heart. I think more importantly, um, I, I don't think it's a title. Um, it always starts with self. Um, They've never been a good leader of, of people or resources or money or anything um, who wasn't first uh, someone who practised and attained a level of self-mastery. Um, but I think that leadership is the most magical piece of alchemy that change like it yeah it, it it totally changes the game when done effectively and and leadership is what turns a group of people into a team it's what turns an idea into a business it's, it's what turns a dream into uh, reality so there is a real, yeah, the real alchemy in, in good leadership. And it's something, again, I'm really passionate about leadership. So that's how I would define it.
1: I guess my last question would be, what does success mean to you?
0: Success, um, for me, um, is about doing you more than anything else that unapologetic um, expression of your best self is ultimately what success is, so for me that's holistic, I don't believe in success, there's no area, I can't be successful in my life having an area of my life unsuccessful, so I can't Um, that's my health that's that's my mental and physical health that's uh jobs that's fun that's friends that's family you know And, and I think that um you know rather than trying to work out how to balance them all um I really love the idea of my life being a symphony um with lots of different instruments for the different parts of my life and different volumes and different lines and you know, I'm someone. I I'm uh, I'm a, a musician. Uh, I'm trained uh, in uh, flute uh, and voice, um, and so I love the idea of you are you being the conductor, and and you commanding all of these different instruments to play. You know the music that you want, and so. But I but that the great thing about success. And, and the most important thing about success for me is, is that it has to be defined by each individual person for themselves. And that's why the unapologetic nature of being yourself, for me, is at the heart of what success means. I, I can't define success for you. I can help you define it for yourself. I can give you words and expressions and I can support you in you know, business or life to get to it. But ultimately, there is a dream um and a goal and and a picture of the world that lies in your imagination that only you can see and and there is something really magical and important but your role in your job before you exit stage left of the planet is to make it to bring that to life and if you are able to do that and ensure that you know that that version of the world will include all the things that are important to you that's why that vision was given to you but if you're able to do that then hell yeah, that's that's what success is. Um, that's what makes you an incredible ancestor. That's what, and I honestly do believe that that is what will make this world better because you were given that vision and that you you actually played to that higher version of yourself.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Yinka came with the fire today. And like I said, if you haven't checked out her her writing please do like it's consistent it's a completely different perspective it's based on science it's based on facts and it gets you thinking and moving and taking action in your life in a whole completely different way and so i just want to say that one for your consistency i applaud that but two for sharing your perspective in completely different way i really really wanted to just say thank you for putting that out there because it's so easy it's so easy to see the the fluff as i call it that's out there sometimes and it's not real it's not applicable sometimes you're like yeah that's all right but you don't really really feel it but you actually get in there and you put your insecurities and vulnerabilities out there as well and you share that with the world which makes you with people want to connect with you even more so ladies you are lucky you can tap into yinco whenever you want Hit her up in her socials. Everything will be on the show notes in the podcast. Fellas, all you got, all you got is LinkedIn. So (laughs) it it, it is what it is, you know, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There are things coming for the fellas, I promise. Um, Yeah, I I don't want to, like I said, I'm I'm not going to speak on it till it's ready. But yeah, I've been, I've had too many DMs of guys going, what's up with Justice Women? What's that about? So yeah, there there are a few things in the works uh yeah that will that will be for everybody but yeah the masterclasses are for everybody but again we, we can we can pick up on that in the show next so
1: cool Inca. thank you very much this is everyday leadership thank you for listening to this episode of everyday leadership You can check out the show notes on www.mindsetshift.co.uk forward slash podcast, where you can find out more about my guests and how you can contact them. You can listen to old episodes, or if you have a question about this episode or any other episodes, you can just press a button and ask me that question and I'll answer it on the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, share this podcast with someone else. We'll see you next time on Everyday Leadership.